Uh, I think the reason that weight can't talk, uh, we should look at these first is it, it mirrors what we do in human world. You know, mm. we, we pay weight watchers, we pay slim world. Oh, we absolutely, pay yes. diet support clubs and it, it's the same principles. You know, mm. you can do it on your own, but you pay because you want the support and the, uh, the help of a professional. Hello, I'm VN Times editor Rachel Buzzle, and welcome to my first VN Times podcast. I'm joined on the phone by RVN at Vet Partners, Helen Totty, to chat about her article, Charging for VN Consults, Will Owners Pay for Services?, which featured in the December issue of VN Times. Thanks for joining me, Helen. How's 2020 shaping up in these early stages? Yeah, well, hi, Rachel, and, and hi, everyone. So, um, I don't know what it is about January this year, but it's normally slow months, but it just seems to be flying by. Um, very busy. So, yeah, I work with vet partners supporting uh, practices and nurses, predominantly with nurse consults. So, it's my favourite topic to talk about. So, hopefully, uh, share some, some insights with everybody today. Fantastic. So um, as I was saying earlier, you did an article for us in our December issue looking at whether VNs should be charging for their consults. It's had a really good reaction across our social media channels. And I know that for you, it was an article you were very keen to get out there and share. Can you tell me how it came about, why you decided to write this article? Yeah, of course. So um, the reason that I really wanted to get this article out um, and why I actually wanted to write it in the first place um, was thinking back um, with speaking to lots of nurses quite often I find that as a profession we don't all value ourselves and the skills and the, the time that we, we give owners um, and, I want, and when you talk to nurses a lot of them will say that they do value what they do but there is a massive concern that clients wouldn't come back to see them if there was a charge or clients wouldn't come and see them at all if we put a charge to their time and their skills. Um, and I actually didn't think this would be the case. Um, I owned my own practice uh, years ago and I used to charge for all nurse-led uh, clinics and, and advice. And you know, when the value is explained to the client and when they understand what they are getting and, and feel happy about what they receive, you know, they, they are more than happy to pay for that. Um, so at, actually at BSAVA last year, I spoke to um, a guy, uh, Pete Wedderburn, who is the vet, but he's also a journalist, and he has a, a lot of Facebook followers on his pet page, uh, so a lot of pet owners. And I spoke to him and, and got his opinion and asked if he thought that there would be a barrier to, to owners wanting to or not wanting to to pay for, for nurse-led time. Um, he didn't seem to think that there would be. He agreed with me. Um, we ran a survey on his pet owner uh, Facebook page um, of which we had sort of 200 responses, wow. which I was really pleased about. Um and yeah, and those responses basically backed up that if owners understand the value of, of veterinary nurses and what, and what they give, they would be happy to pay for their services. So with that kind of, the nurses thinking that owners wouldn't want to pay and pet owners going, well, we would happily pay so long as we understand the value and, and we're going to you know, get a good service. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wanted to kind of put that message out there to, to hopefully 
help nurses see that actually there is a way that we can start to be um, generate income for the practice and the business and you know value our skills that, that we offer within the practice and for our clients. Absolutely, and you've touched on it a bit already, but you are highly qualified, trained professionals, and you've worked hard for those qualifications. So to me, it would seem obvious that clients should pay for your consults, for your time, for your expertise. So your survey actually found that the fear RVNs have that they wouldn't attend consults that have to be paid for, that's largely unfounded. Public opinion is actually that, yes, they would be willing to pay. So it is just, it is the idea of getting this message out there to RVNs. No, your, your time is valuable and you're quite right to charge for it. Exactly that, Rachel. Um, what was, you know, of course there were uh, some people that said that they wouldn't pay, you know, not every, you know, it, we're humans, you know, that there is. Um, but I think when, when I look back at those figures, I think it was less than 12% of respondents, and there was over 200 that responded, said that they wouldn't pay for any nurse-led time. So, you know, that, that is a huge amount of people that we, uh, that would pay for, uh, for our skills. Um, as you said, you know, as a profession, we, we are qualified, um, we have to undertake CPD to keep up our skills, um, we're very knowledgeable, um, and we really can help and support our owners and in caring for their pets. And it's about building those relationships with clients, um, being in a position to be able to, um, get to know them, explain things to them, um, that are relevant to them and their pet. Um, offer relevant services um, that you know they would benefit from, and generally just helping them care for their pet. And just like that, any other service, they you know, they are happy to pay for it. So obviously, the results they didn't necessarily surprise you because you said earlier you feel that actually the service is of value and owners would pay and yes that's what you discovered so what advice would you be giving to your colleagues listening about what they could do to put forward the idea to charge for consults if they're not doing so already in practice that's a really good question because i think it's what i don't want to to say is you know we should be charging for absolutely everything and you know going from one extreme to to another in a a short succession of time Mm -hmm. i think that's um, you know, that's not the message at all. Um, I think from me speaking to many nurses over the years, um, it is first of all helping ourselves as a profession, you know, and I count myself in this, um, really value what we offer, um, speaking to our, our teams in practice, um, working together and going, okay, what what area is it that, that we have really good skills in, that we're really supporting our owners, that we're, you know, we've got extra knowledge, that we can help people? How can we then make this um, and promote this to our clients in a way that they understand the benefit and want to receive that information from us? Mm-hmm. And, and then kind of be looking at that and go, right, okay, and what is our time worth? What is this skill worth? And I think the, the industry sort of, Standard is to recognise that nurse time is, is only about 50% of vet time. Mm-hmm. And that actually came through in the survey, which was quite interesting. There were quite a few comments from clients saying, I'd be happy to pay for this, and surely as, as a nurse it would be about half that as a vet. You know, right. So it's it, like clients have all, already got this half 
feel the best um, mm-hmm. in their head. Um, there are things such as like nail clips where we might some practices consider it's the same whether or not it's a vet or a nurse clipping those nails, so it should be the same uh, fee. Um, personally, and it is a personal opinion, um, I actually think it is different because as a nurse, you're in that room with that client, you cannot diagnose a condition. So if there was a medical condition or a medical question, mm-hmm. the vet, if the vet was clipping those nails, could you easily switch to vet mode um, and, and diagnostic mode. Yeah. Nurses can't. So I found, in my experience, that actually it helps to have the, the nurse nail clip um, and nurse entering the fees, for example, lower than the vet because it was easier to define to the client what the difference was. Um, it's easier to promote to the client that if you've got any clinical questions and health concerns, that you need to see a vet. Yes, that's the vet, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I was just thinking, in terms of services VNs offer, what sort of clinics do you think it is you should be charging for? So would it be, for example, weight clinics? Um, I assume that's the kind of thing that, yes, absolutely, that should definitely have a charge attached to it. Um, yeah, and I think weight concerts are a fantastic example. I think um, thinking about you know, reviewing all your time and your, your concerts, there are some that you know, we may still want to use as that bonding exercise. You know, there's a massive value to nurse time at getting to know the client, making them feel welcome in your practice, having time to talk to them. And, you know, I would still say that there's sort of like puppy, kitten, new pets, you know, general way and word, you know, that might be something that is sort of a still done as as it often is uh, as free of charge and a bonding sort of exercise with uh, the client and the practice um, but certainly if we're looking at weight consultations um, diabetic support osteoarthritis clinics um, kidney management um, those sorts of consultations physiotherapy then yeah there should be definitely um, a fee for the time and the skills for those. Mm-hmm. Um, when I've spoken to some nurses and, and the survey, um, I do like my surveys, BBNA <laughs> <laughs> uh, last year, um, we sort of, I, we're talking about charging for weight consults, and there are nurses that are charging uh, for weight consults. Um, personally, um, I found the way that worked best for me and my practice with the package price option, which other nurses seem to be doing as well. Okay. Um, so you'd sort of decide that you'd be X amount of pounds for X amount of visits, and it made right. it easier to manage um, in, the, in the practice. So it, it takes away that problem of someone then turns up without their money and then someone feels bad about charging it and it doesn't happen. So if it's paid up in advance, then the client can come. Yeah, and I suppose, um, and I suppose that in turn, it also helps the client because they have all the information there, where they need to be, when, what it is they're receiving, and how much it's going to cost them. So I imagine it does also just make it all much simpler for them as well to do things in that way. Exactly, and I think it's really, uh, I think the reason that weight consorts, uh, we should really look at these first is it, it mirrors what we do in human world. You know, mm. we we pay weight watchers, we pay human world. Oh, we absolutely, pay yes. Other, diet 
support clubs and it's the same principles you know Mm. you can do it on your own but you pay because you want the support and the uh the help of a professional you know so there is also that side of things sometimes we're very if we charge then people won't come well you could argue that they're more than capable of dieting themselves uh but what they're paying for is your support and your professional advice um, yeah, just that but, bit of moral support behind you to let you know you're, you're yeah. doing the right thing, you're going in the right direction. I think that can make a big difference to, well, anything, can't it, really? Definitely. Oh, that's wonderful, Helen. Thank you so much. You're definitely going to have inspired a lot of our listeners, I imagine, to, if they're not already, to start putting a plan together on how they can possibly put this forward to be charging for their consults. A large number of people who responded to your article were saying that they they do, which is great to hear. And I'm hoping that those that did say, oh, no, we don't, I'm hoping that this gives them that extra boost they need to think, no, okay, I can do this. I'm quite within my right to do this. Yeah, no, I I agree. I think it's just about everyone looking at things again, maybe with a fresh pair of eyes. And just because we've always done it this way, does Mm -hmm. it mean that we should? Um, I think, you know, I'm more than happy if anybody wanted to get in touch and and chat about it, you know, email, I'm sure, pass my details on, I'd be more than happy. Um, There are practices that are part of groups that will have support teams, so you Mm -hmm. know, partners, you know, I work for them, all the other groups as well will have support to help their nurses. So, you know, I think that's, that's the other real value of talking and getting ideas off other people and being mm-hmm. able to kind of not do this just on your own because it's yeah. something that you've not done before. It can seem like a big step to approach your clinical director, your boss, your you, you might not know where to start. Yeah. They're very busy. So getting the, the help and advice to it, you know, if you want to move forward with concerts, how is it that, that we can, you know, someone can help you yeah. present that case, I suppose? Um, is really important and you know my my other sort of um, bugbear I suppose you want of a better word at the moment is to help nurses value the time and for, to help the business see how important we are to the success of a veterinary practice if you are currently consulting um, and you're seeing a puppy for a weighing worm or you're seeing for weight management or, or whatever you're, you're doing and you're con- computer system has a sort of code so that it might be a free of charge at the moment and that's fine but if it has a code so that you can then your bosses can see how much time you're spending with clients and how valuable you are to the practice mm-hmm. um, and over time that will help us as a whole profession show how amazing the nursing profession is and what support we bring to to our clients, our pets and, and the team. Yes, fabulous. Thank you. And I guess the the more of you who are standing up and doing this, the more it will become the norm, which is what it should be. Yeah. That's it, you know, if you can get more and more people doing it eventually it will be yeah. I think looking back, you know, I, I started doing consulting late nineties and it was really rare and, and now we get to the point where it's probably more rare that practices aren't doing some form of, of nurse consult. So mm-hmm. you know, it does become the norm. Um, you know, so if we can now just make the norm that you know, our skills and our time is paid for. Um, we will then hopefully as a profession move forward with our salaries, um, you know, be able to get C P D that we want, you know, just generally and be better rewarded for, mm-hmm. for our skills and our time. 
Yeah, because you, you know, you guys, you work hard and you deserve that support. You deserve that recognition. So absolutely, I agree with you completely. Thank you so much, Helen. I hope um, I hope everyone listening today has found this useful. Thank you very much, Rachel. It's been great to talk to you. Thank you to this month's guest and to you for tuning in. If you liked what you heard, please share with your colleagues and friends and give us a rating on iTunes or leave a review. Until next time, take care.